0: This is Matt Williams here owner of CrossFit Crown. Uh, Welcome to our first of hopefully many podcasts that we uh, would like to offer some people. Uh, We're here with Lori Schoonmaker, our nutritionist. Um, We want to talk about kind of the direction that CrossFit Crown is going into uh, with our kind of three focus pillars of, uh, of fitness, nutrition, and mindset. Um, We will get into all of those as we uh, go through this podcast, Uh, but we wanted to sit down with Lori to talk about nutrition. Uh, We think that nutrition is the biggest component in all of this, and we have a new direction for our nutrition program uh, going forward here at CrossFit Crown, but we want to welcome Lori. Lori, welcome uh, to the podcast, and uh, thanks for being here with us today. Uh, We've currently been locked out of the gym for two months and we're just getting back in this week and we thought this would be a great idea to uh, talk about what we're doing going forward. So Lori, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and uh, what your nutrition background is and what you can help offer us and our members here across the Crown.
1: We'll do, but first, kudos to you for weathering the COVID storm.
0: Yeah, thank you. Uh, it was a bit, it was, it's been a long ride, but you know, blessing in disguise, I got a lot of things done at the gym that I probably would not have done Uh, Had we still been open. So thank you
1: and worked hard at it And that's why we're still here not every CrossFit gym in Toledo survived the storm So we're happy. We're still here Um, Not to bore you too much. Most of you know me a little bit already, but um, I've been on a long nutrition journey Um, The first time I ever started getting really interested was over 20 some years (laughs) ago Um, I've always been into fitness. So I was into a lot of group fitness and there was a trainer uh, there at Central Tennis at the time, and she was uh, working on a bodybuilding contest or something. And um, She went to a nutritionist, spent a lot of money, had a lot of testing done, and came back with the information that if you want to lose fat, you have to eat fat. Mm-hmm. I went, what? That's the biggest crock I've ever heard. That, so that goes against
0: everything exactly you've learned exactly for you the, the last 20 years. You have to
1: eat fat to yeah. lose fat. So that... Planted something in the back of my mind, you know, I was in the middle of law school at the time So I just kind of had to plan it there But once we got through law school and the career and all that um, I got really interested And first delved into A lot of Whole30 You've done some Whole30s I've done many Whole30s Which I really love Because it gets people eating whole
0: foods Yeah, My my favorite thing that, that When my wife and I did Whole30 Was that we cooked together I mean you have to make everything and just that alone really helped us eat healthy
1: and yeah. it tastes so good and yep. did you notice other things like for me my skin always cleared up yep. you know my digestion improved mm-hmm. so then I got really thinking wow this nutrition really means something mm-hmm. right yeah. so um, Bob and I moved to Florida and I got a whole bunch of desi- uh, nutrition certs so I think the first one was something with Whole30 And then I started listening eat to perform. You've probably heard that. Mm -hmm. I got their designation. Um, I got into, my personal coach was Mike T. Nelson and he did a MET flexibility certification. So I did that one. Um, Came back to Toledo and did a fitness or nutrition certification for ISSA. And also a couple years ago did one through precision nutrition. So did all of those certifications. So
0: that's about four or five certifications. Yeah. yeah,
1: and you know, you learn stuff and you learn, of course, about your macronutrients, your proteins, your carbs and fats. And mm-hmm. um, when we moved to Florida, not the first time, but the second time is when people really started to talk about this macro thing. Yeah. So that's when I really got interested in what is this macro stuff and figuring it out and really truly have been doing it some form ever since. Mm-hmm.
0: And what is a macronutrient?
1: A macronutrient is a a food that you need in macro or really large quantities and you have to ingest them. So we're talking about proteins mm-hmm. to build muscle, repair muscle. Mm-hmm. We're talking about carbohydrates which gives us energy to do what we do in our CrossFit gym mm-hmm. and we're talking about fats which right. we now know you have to eat fat. Right. Right. <laughs> right.
0: Yes.
1: To maintain all your hormones and stay mm-hmm. satiated.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, so great. That's awesome. You have a lot of uh, qualifications here and a lot of experience in uh, coaching nutrition, which is, is something that, you know, we're proud to have you here. Um, We know that you've worked with uh, clients in the past that have had uh, a lot of success and we're going to continue on with that. Um, So just uh, a couple things with the nutrition, what would you say would be one of the kind of I mean, outside of the fat, we just talked about that, um, but what, what are what is another big myth out there that people have about nutrition um, that you hear all the time?
1: Not so much a myth, but things I can't say I've never done, mm-hmm. but I hear over and over and over where people can toe the line, they can keep everything in order for mm-hmm. five days during the week, mm-hmm. and then on the weekends, you know, just yeah. go off the wagon. Yeah. So I guess what that leads back to is you gotta be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as you know, um, started working, working with gravity, working against gravity, I did it personally, um, right before the COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I really learned was you can't go off the rails on the weekend. And yeah. once I st- started pulling the weekends back in is when I started noticing some results. Yeah. So, you know, people say, oh, I eat Whole30 all week and on the weekend I do what I want or I don't drink all week and on the weekend I drink whatever I want. really sets back the progress and then people feel frustrated because they're not seeing, you know, results.
0: Yeah, correct. correct. Um, yeah, and I think one of the things that, that I hear a lot all the time is, and, and this goes along with your fats conversation, is we we've, we've tend to vilify uh, different macronutrients. So it used to be fats were you know, back in the 70s and 80s, it was fats were bad for you, don't eat fats. And then Atkins came out and it turned to carbohydrates. Now fats are good, carbohydrates are bad. And, you know, I think what you talked about earlier with Whole30, one of the things that I've learned uh, over the course of, of, of my many years in the fitness industry is that your body needs those things. Your body needs fats, your body needs carbs, your body needs protein. Where you run into problems is is how you ingest those things. And it can be something from a packaged food versus something that's grown in nature. And the more you can kind of steer your nutrition to things that are grown in nature, the better off you're gonna be. But you still have to have those carbs. You still have to have those fats. Um, you still have to have those proteins.
1: I like to look at that as some people think, oh, those are bad foods, those are bad foods. Well, there's no bad food, right? right. It all fits if yeah. your diet is flexible. Right. Um, so there's no bad foods. Um, I personally would say I really do follow maybe the 80-20, maybe 90-10 rule, mm-hmm. where every day there's room for a little bit of something that, you know, yeah. is in a whole food yeah. every day. But then I don't crave it and I don't overdo it. Yeah. Um, a good way to really watch that, so here's some free advice, is if you are tracking, make sure you get adequate amount of fiber. So for women, mm-hmm. probably minimum 20-25 grams, guys 25-35 grams. Mm-hmm because you know if you're eating that much fiber, a lot of your food is whole in real food. And if you're not getting those numbers in fiber, your stuff's being, you know, from processed and coming out of boxes.
0: Yeah. Um, so thinking back to also macros, what, uh, you know, there's a lot of diets out there. So we talked about Whole30, there's all kinds of other diets out there that uh, people do. And, you know, what what are your thoughts on on those diets versus something like macro counting? What You know, what are some of the big pitfalls of some of those diets and and problems that people have with them?
1: Well, first, I don't think there's one thing that works for everybody. Mm -hmm. We're all very unique, so Mm -hmm. there's not one diet that works or doesn't. But let's use keto because that's, you know, a buzzword right now. There's keto cookies. Everything's keto. Oh, here's some keto supplement. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, there's a place for keto with people who might have some medical issues, But for you and I that do CrossFit and like to be Mm -hmm. very active, it's not the best idea for us to work off fat. Mm -hmm. So, and then if people try it, because everybody in the world's trying it, they're really impeding their ability to use carbs when they come back off it and they're going to feel, you know, really crappy and bloated. So, you know, I just think, like we said, all three food groups, you need to get all three. None of them are bad. And if you figure out your macros, you know the first set that are given to you might not be perfect, mm-hmm. but we'll fine tune it and find the place where you're getting adequate mm-hmm. proteins, adequate carbs, yeah. adequate fats, and you don't have to go on a completely no carb diet. You don't have to go on the whole food and never eat anything right. off plan. Right. There's just plenty of room, but your diet has to be flexible.
0: Yeah, and and I uh, I heard a really good quote one uh, one day, and it said, uh, every diet can work for somebody uh, physiologically. But psychologically, they don't work sometimes. And so that's where you kind of run into problems with people is, you know, a diet might work really, really well for somebody, but they were able to mentally handle that diet. Other people just really struggle on those types of things. And then the other thing, too, that I find that diets I have a hard time with is they end. And one of the biggest things that... You know you can do for your nutrition is to develop uh, habits that you can sustain for the rest of your life um, because you talked about the 80 20 rule you want to be able to have things in there that are going to you're going to enjoy I mean you want to enjoy life you want to enjoy the not everything everything that life has to offer but also the foods too as well and you want to be able to do that stuff but you want to be able to do it in a way that one isn't going to derail your nutrition um, two, One of the big things that I find for me when I eat something unhealthy is I feel bad about myself. I feel depressed. And, you know, some people that uh, gets them into a bigger rabbit hole of depression and they continue to eat bad and worse. For me, I feel bad about it that next day. And I feel so bad about that the next day I really get back on track and um, that's
1: then that's the thing if you do have an off day let's face it it's Memorial Day weekend I had an off night on Friday I didn't feel good yesterday right. I really didn't right. complain to my husband all day but <laughs> if you have an off day you don't beat yourself up it's a new day boom you start over so yeah. you know just starting over and really here's where we can plug in we always say consistent consistency is key right. but you know it truly is yep. You you have to keep at it like yeah. Um, For me on WAG, I started right when the pandemic started and I was maybe at, I don't know, 112 pounds at the time and now I'm at 104, 105. Mm. So was it easy? No. But again, I reeled in my weekends. I was consistent. I got there and walked every day. My husband and I got up and went to the gym every day we still did our workout not go to the gym but our garage gym yeah Um, so we still did our workouts we still went to bed at a reasonable hour we still got up at a reasonable hour I made sure I still drank water even though I was out of habit so it was a lot of work over what has it been now nine ten weeks yeah Um, a lot of work but you know now that stuff's all habit Mm -hmm. so it's like second nature
0: for me and, and life's gonna throw you a lot of curveballs. It's and, why we need it to be
1: flexible. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And so let's talk about that flexibility. Let's talk about WAG. Let's talk about that next direction or that new direction that we're taking here at CrossFit Crown because uh, over the past probably year or so, you and I have had some conversations about what we wanna do with nutrition. Um, and uh, it's a very, very complex Uh, that you that we wanted to put together and make sure was right. Uh, We researched a couple companies uh, to kind of partner with our nutrition Um, and it's funny that we picked WAG because uh, and WAG stands for working against gravity for those of you that that don't know. Um, It's funny that we picked them because I remember in my training certification that I'm going through currently for the coaching is the first word on the page was flexibility. Mm-hmm. And yep. flexibility in your nutrition is a big thing that we uh, will focus on when we're training our clients with uh, Working Against Gravity. But flexibility in our business approach to the nutrition as well is what WAG offered us. And I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I chose uh, to go with them and partner partner with them uh, for our nutrition. Um, they, you know, they, they charge us uh, on a per client basis. Outside of that, we can kind of do a lot of the things that we want to do uh, from a business perspective. So they don't really get involved in that too much, but they offer a lot of assistance for us business owners as well. Um, so two things that I really uh, kind of want to focus on the, on why we are going with WAG and what it's going to do for us is one, just one-on-one nutrition coaching with our members, with people that are outside of our gym as well, that we're gonna have the ability to coach. And also uh, corporate wellness programs um, that we would like to head in that direction as well. Uh, So Lori, we chose WAG, Uh, we're going with that now. You're going through the certification process right now. What are some big things that you have noticed with the certification? What are some things that you like versus some other certifications that you've had?
1: Well, I've... Thank you. And I had this conversation earlier that I've done a lot of certs. So when I first started going through the chapters in our WAG cert, it was like I didn't even need to read the material because you know I knew the answers from mm-hmm. just being through so many times. But then it took a turn, like maybe phase four, where they threw some you know qu- client questionnaires at you, and you had to go through you know some real life scenarios and give those people macros and maybe some cardio based on what was right. um, on the input sheet. And that really took some time. I mean, it took me at least 30, 40 minutes per question to move Mm -hmm. on. So I can tell you that the way I started out, pretty much the same as what I was used to. Mm -hmm. But then I really had to put in some significant time and work. Mm -hmm. And I screwed up a few times. So that was really good too, because my coach would come back and say, okay, think about this and now do it differently. That stuff's now in the back of my head, whereas when I see it in real situations, it's it's gonna benefit me. Right. So I'm about 75% done now, mm-hmm. but it will, it's the most challenging certification I've been through, mm-hmm. so.
0: Did you, uh, so you're going through kind of case studies right now mm-hmm. and, and, and trying to provide your feedback on how you would coach those people. Mm-hmm. Did you go through similar type of case studies with other companies as well, or was it more just general nutrition knowledge?
1: More just general nutrition knowledge and ABC multiple choice tests you know, at the end of the chapter. Yep. So not a whole lot of practical applic- application. Yeah,
0: and that's, that's one thing that I kind of figured too because it's the same kind of thing in fitness training too as well. You know, I went through a personal training certification online yeah. a few years ago. And then you compare it to what CrossFit trainings application is and it's, it's night and day. Um, there is a lot of general information on online certifications. Um, they don't tell you how to coach, they don't tell you, they don't give you scenarios and, and how people react to the things that you say. Um, CrossFit certainly gives that same thing here with WAG I think in the nutrition yeah. coaching is. It's not, yeah. We get the general nutrition now uh, information, and we get all that. But really, what they're doing is is taking you through real world scenarios. Right. Um, and, and
1: back to our three stars, you know, you can't do one without the other. You got to have your fitness. You got to have your nutrition. You got to have the mindset. If you're only working on one, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know.
0: The the other the other biggest thing too, uh, going forward for us is one of the, you know, I have a lot of in, uh, introduction talks with. Perspective clients that come in here, and we have a whole big playbook on on the things that we want to ask them, the things that we're going to tell them about CrossFit and our gym, and then kind of how we can help them. All of that was fitness-focused, exercise, working out. None of that was nutrition. And I, you know, if we talk about the CrossFit pyramid, that hierarchy of an athlete, that foundation there is nutrition. You cannot have success. I mean, you can have success without proper nutrition it's very difficult it's it can be a long road but it's going to make everything easier to do if you have that foundation and and and
1: we've seen many people come in who you know they want to get fit they want to lose weight and maybe they come here week after week and they're really working out but not quite seeing the results it's because they don't have those three pillars balanced out yeah. You know, you've got to work on the mindset and you've got you to work on the nutrition correct. in order to see results for most of us. Right,
0: and, and, I, think, and, and, and I think our development of, of that fitness discussion with people was okay because I would say 99.9 if not 100% of the people that come in here are coming in here because of exercise, because of a of lack of fitness, and that's what they're searching. It's very rare that we come in, that people come in here and say, I want to learn about your nutrition program. Mm-hmm. However, having said that, because we only focus on fitness, we noticed, I noticed that big hole of, uh, of what people needed. And we weren't able to have that kind of conversation because you had all of your certifications, but we really didn't have a good business plan for delivering nutrition. And I think going with working against gravity, and the direction that we're taking now is going to allow us to have those conversations better with pro-
1: and better processes too, yeah exactly in curriculum if right.
0: you will and we want to be able to if we want to bring in another coach somewhere down the road we give them this playbook and we say here's our business plan here's how we communicate with clients this is what we want you to do and we need to develop those processes going forward that's really going to help us um, and the other part of this that I just I talked about a few minutes ago was the corporate wellness program. We had done a corporate wellness uh, program what two years ago, mm-hmm. right, yep. uh, with a local company, mm-hmm. um, and that worked pretty well, right? Very well. Yep. Some
1: of you, some of the people are still members. Correct.
0: Here. Yep. Yep. We got a few members out of that. And what what were Some of the things that you. You did during that because i wasn't involved in that yeah. uh, that was before my time as ownership here so it
1: was it, i really liked it and i can't wait to do more of it so we would go into kind of a doing lunch and learn we'd um, go in and give a spiel on what would maybe today's protein day and people would learn how much to eat and what some sources were because believe it or not a lot of people don't know right. what a source of protein is or what a good source of protein mm-hmm. is and the next week we go in and tell them about carbs. The next week we go in and tell them about fats, and we give them homework along mm-hmm. the way. You know, drink the, so much water, right. get back to us, report, and you know, it's just really surprising. And I'll call this the general public. Um, how the general public, how their nutrition is. Yeah, yeah. It's really eye-opening.
0: Mm-hmm. And, then, and I don't
1: mean in a good way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're right, exactly. Uh, and and there's a lot of lack of understanding of nutrition out there but there's also a lot of misunderstanding too because of marketing techniques and all of that kind of stuff. Carbs, uh, carbs
1: are bad, yeah. and too much protein will hurt your kidneys or right. whatever they hear or read. or.
0: Yep so that's great I'm glad that we have some kind of uh, of benchmark for what a corporate, corporate wellness program might look like as an offering from us and we will use that to develop something Uh, Further on down the line, really, I think our goal right now is to kind of make sure that we've gotten the individual coaching nailed down. That process is ready to go, and we're providing success for people. And now that we can have those conversations with people coming in, I think it's really going to benefit us. Let's move on to kind of the mindset stuff. Um, That was the third thing that I I added into kind of this uh, new direction with our gym, uh, obviously, we've been taking care of fitness for the last eight years. We started open in 2012. So fitness is something that we have really developed and uh, is our our biggest strength here at the gym, um, and rightfully so. Nutrition is kind of that other piece that we're trying to, to strengthen as well and bring up to that same level and have that good process for that. Mindset to me, and I, I think I mentioned this in our email to our members, is probably the most important thing that that we can have, and people don't tend to know that. And one of the reasons that I think of that is how how hard it is to stay on a very good nutrition plan with all of life's curveballs thrown at you. How hard it is to stay on a fitness plan again with all those curveballs thrown at you. You get a busy schedule. You got kids. You got all. How hard it is to get into the gym? Mindset really drives both of those.
1: Does and I like it when per, per, I'm sorry. Wag. Talks about a growth mindset and a growth mindset which let me define it let's say I come in here and I want to get a pull-up and I can't get a pull-up so I go home and think I suck and I'm not even gonna try this anymore and I'm done is not a growth mindset whereas if I came in here and wasn't able to get a push-up I think I change my thinking I think to myself okay well I need to work on my strength a little bit mm-hmm. I'm gonna go home and do whatever I need mm-hmm. to do and I'll try and do seven a day and eventually get there. So growth mindset is always positive moving forward rather than, I suck, I'm just gonna give up because I'm always gonna be fat. I'm never gonna get that pull up. So I'm right. just gonna give up. I suck, I yep. always have.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah, that positive mindset and it's not just about being like, oh, I'm so happy, but it's really, yeah, it's more about it. like, I'm gonna start to develop a plan mm-hmm. to grow this thing mm-hmm. that I wanna do. Um, instead of just kind of falling out of out of touch with it and thinking thinking negatively about it, um,
1: and, again, and the same thing if you screw up, don't let that screw up your whole week. The next day is a fresh start. You can always begin again, start right. again. Right.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And you know one of the things that I started to do towards the end of last year, in 2019, was I met with some of our members that I felt might benefit from some goal setting. Um, A lot of times in the past, members would come in here, they'd have all these big lofty goals, and we'd throw them into fitness classes, and then just kind of forget about all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And three or four months down the road, they haven't really changed much, or maybe they have, but we have not had any kind of conversation with them about that journey. And so last year, I met with about four or five people in order to get an understanding of what their goals were and then what we could do uh, going forward. And I kind of set a couple homework things for them, um, just some couple things here and there, really to try to drive consistency in their attendance Mm -hmm. um, and try to see if we could get them to a different place than they were there, kind of just basically reinvesting into them and their fitness journey. Yeah, and even
1: Um, you know, studies show that just the fact of you writing down a goal and looking at it makes mm -hmm. it more likely that that you're going to work at it.
0: Yep, and even somebody that comes in here, let's say somebody comes in here and they have a weight loss goal and they wanna lose 10 pounds, okay? And in three or four months, they lose that 10 pounds. Great, awesome. Well, we still need to have those conversations with those people because during that three or four months, Maybe they found another goal that they want to achieve, mm-hmm. and if we're not having those conversations with them, it's very hard for us to help them. So that's kind of where this mindset training comes in. It, yes, we are training to give you a mindset that's going to be productive for you. Those that's number one, but really we're trying to, as a gym, keep an open line of communication with you and really help you assess your goals and really give you the things, the tools that are going to help you achieve those goals. And so. Um, we've talked with Maddie, one of our other coaches. She's going to be start to do some more mindset stuff. I'm really excited about that. She's kind of taken ownership of that. She's done some things on our Facebook social group, which has been great. Um, and then we're gonna be looking at doing some seminars uh, in the future where she's gonna give some presentations um, and then also some personal one-on-one mindset coaching, um, goal setting coaching, all of those kinds of things. She's gonna start to develop some more of that stuff for us. I'm really excited about that. Once we get that going, once we get the nutrition going, we already have the fitness going, I think we're just going to be set up great for the future, and I'm really excited about it. Me too.
1: Ready
0: yeah. to go. Yeah. Uh, I think that's about all we have to discuss today until we get some further information on nutrition. Or nutrition. Uh, for those of you that are watching, Lori is currently going through the WAG certification right now. I'm also going through it. Lori's a lot farther along than I am. I have a business to run and another job. (laughs) Yeah, and so uh, finding time to reopen the gym and study for this certification has been uh, has been challenging for myself. But once we get that, once we get at least Lori up and running, we're going to start probably rolling out a soft launch of our nutrition program. I want to get
1: all our coaches on board. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> so you're going to be hearing about uh, nutrition a lot from us here at the gym. We're going to continue to talk to you guys about that because we feel it's the most important piece. Uh, but until next time, thank you, Lori, for coming out. Let and me say us one more Lori? thing. Yeah, if you on. guys
1: have questions um, in the future, throw your questions at us. We'll address it maybe on a future podcast.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would love to do a future podcast where we just kind of answer questions mm-hmm. and, and go along there. Um, and we can kind of tailor those two of those three stars um, and, and focus on that. But thank you for coming. Uh, this was our first podcast. It's been fun. It's the first time I've ever been on live camera or a microphone, so. <laughs> we don't know
1: if it's gonna work yet. Yeah, so.
0: <laughs> so, but thanks for coming out and uh, look forward for, through our, uh, for our nutrition program to be rolling out soon. All
1: right, see you yep. CrossFit Crown.
0: Bye. Well, that was fun.